0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings, everyone. I'm Mark Lawrence, your genial host, strikingly handsome. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading the wrong sheet. I'm sorry I
2: interrupted you. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, everybody. I got my Fox Funnels in front of my eyes. I can barely see, but I'll tell you what. There's only one side of the story that needs to be told, and I'm here to tell you my name is Joe McGranahan, and I... You know, we do have our papers back. We do, thank you.
1: Sorry. Let's have let's exchange them and I'll read mine. Good morning, Mark. You strikingly handsome devil, you
2: <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, welcome on board WKOK's Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I am Mark, a subpar performer, which think if you've ever played golf means above average. I'm a birdie or an eagle, if anything, and so we're enjoying it. <laughs> okay. You're flying all right, brother, but I don't know where to. <laughs> well, what are you? <laughs> Even I'm just do- a groundhog. Even Murphy, the dog in the building, can see right through you and I marks know. at you. I know. He was my friend, and now I can't go anywhere near the guy. Well, the pandemic changed Murphy. He's a little skittish around people. He was a little nervous the first time he saw me again. I love that he was carrying his pillow around
1: with him like, he, I've, I've got my bed, i got to find a place to put it.
2: <laughs> He's a funny dog, yes. He's a cute dog. On cute our dog. sister station, 94KX, uh, Laura brings in Murphy. So uh, Murphy's a great... Uh,
1: sometimes Murphy's the star of the show when somebody... Walks by that he doesn't like. Well, that's
2: true. Yeah, he kind of budges to the front of the microphone line. You can hear him up and down the hallway. But uh, yeah, he's but he's a great judge of character, and he won't let Joe within 20 feet of him. So, <laughs> gotta hand it to him. All right, on the mark, brought to you by the Sunbury. Probably Mo- those fox funnels that scare him. Uh, that's scary. Yeah, It's sticking out the side right of right your head. here, right? Well, you have them turned around so that you can't see the truth either now. So I don't know what's up with that. On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll. Free Line now open 1 800 795 Yesterday, we talked about a, high, a school district in Schuylkill County that's paying to go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court to fight a student Snapchat tirade against them and the subsequent suspension she received from cheerleading. So that fight is continuing. Uh, we have Governor Asa Hutchinson down in Arkansas. He is uh, vetoing a bill that would have prohibited uh, doctors and families from doing any transgender. Surgery or transgender uh, gender-altering drugging of teens—I mean, with you know consultation and so on and full agreements—but uh, he says that law reaching into the doctor's office is overreach. So yeah, he's my new hero. So good for him. Uh, so that is in the news lately. Of course, we have uh, U.S. Congressman Fred Keller went to the southern border to see the catastrophe that's happening there in person. Did he go, or is he going? Uh, our notes said Monday was exit day. Now, how long he's staying, uh, we do know some of the things on the itinerary. Our copy was written yesterday and said yesterday was the exit day. So I believe he probably is there, but uh, uh, I don't know for sure. And I don't, I didn't didn't receive and didn't look at the original notice that they mm-hmm. sent us. It was actually a notice of media availability, so I believe when he comes back... But not for us. Well, it was sent to us, oh. so uh, I, I'm not sure if we're going to jump on a Zoom or if he's calling individuals. I'm not, I didn't Uh, Matt handled that, so I don't know how that goes. But in any event, uh, he either is there or will be there shortly at the U.S.-Southern-Mexico border to see this in person. And I really, really hope that he comes back with some real ideas for solutions. Uh, I certainly hope also that President Biden would be interested in hearing, you know, good solutions from either side of the aisle. Uh, We know it's it's an issue and has been for the better part of a century and certainly made worse lately. And something... Something's got to be done, Joe. Well, while
1: we're mentioning legislators, we should also ask everyone to lift up in prayer Representative Linda Culver, who had a kidney transplant this week. Uh, she's home now, doing better. You know, let's hope uh, she and her live donor continue to progress and everything goes well for them. Linda's an outstanding person, outstanding legislator, and we're lucky to have her. And uh, we certainly hope
2: God will grant her a full and speedy recovery. It's funny when she talked to us last week, she didn't say any of these things. <laughs> so, uh, but well, of Linda course doesn't. It's you know, she's not that kind of person. You yeah, know. you don't know too terribly much about her person or private life, other than this. So, yes, yeah, she's out of the office, uh, but working remotely, according to the statement from Harrisburg. So good for her. Yes, yeah, speedy recovery, absolutely. Please, uh, and uh, back on the air. We'll send her a note today via email, so she can contact us ASAP. And with more goings on in Harrisburg, we do have open phones. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I'm looking at do We have a half a dozen emails left over. Mah- Mahanoy Area School District, Georgia Demographics, Snapchat, Mahanoy City uh, are the topics, and a text yesterday Well, we were talking about Mahanoy City and uh, the school districts fighting all the way to the Supreme Court for their right to suspend a cheerleader who used the F word to describe her coaches and fellow ch- uh, cheer, well, I guess it would have been the varsity Sounds cheer Sounds like she used squad. it as an adjective, an adverb, a noun, a pronoun, and <laughs> a <laughs> right. gerund- well, a tirade, right? A tirade. <laughs> one of our good listeners It's a very sent flexible it. word. That's funny. One of their good listeners sent us this note again today, so we yes, appreciate and, that. Yes,
1: and we, we do, and Bill, we're going to read it. It says, I'm a retired school principal with 37 years of service. During my tenure, I developed a very thick skin. This school district needs to do the same. It's clear overreach and a waste of taxpayer dollars. This is a parental matter.
2: That's Bill from the Village of Duart. All right, so we definitely appreciate that uh, email. Yeah, I think a lot of folks are with you. Uh, and, and the district is arguing Arguing in part that you know this is a form of bullying, and it was uh, the students are. If you're, if she was a sophomore cheerleader, and you're supposed to be an ambassador 24 seven. There's no argument about you know that that is possibly true and that's school policy. But going to the U.S. Supreme Court, can you imagine the thousands of dollars? You mean you have to have like a schmancy lawyer to do that? Well, they obviously lost. The school district obviously lost at the lower level, right? Two so, times, yes. right? So. They believe it's a principle
1: worth fighting for, you know. And I would suspect that probably they're not doing this on their own, that they're getting some kind of support from other school districts oh, or the state yeah. state school district association or whatever that, you know, that this is something that they feel is important to fight for. And I really don't think – I really agree that the girl signed on as an ambassador. She wanted to go out there and cheer for the school and say, my school is great. And then all of a sudden she turns around and she's using the F-bomb to describe it and the people in it. That's not right. consistent with being a cheerleader. Privately, that doesn't
2: matter. It doesn't matter. So you, even you know. like even if she just uh, asked this yesterday, even if she just sends a text to one individual and says these bad. But that's people, not what she did. If she sent a text to one person and they leaked it, I would say no, that that mm-hmm. doesn't qualify. But that isn't what she did. Well, it? she sent it to ninety-nine people, and one or more of them leaked it. So again the scale She did it, is it on Snapchat issue. it depends on how many
1: Snapchat friends or whatever associates what do you call a Snapchat
2: Fellow snapper. Fellow snapchatter? Yeah, snapper. <laughs> snapper, all right. All right. She sent it to her fellow snappers. All right. So we'll uh, continue chit-chatting about that. Uh, that is still pending. That'll and then be... we also, you forgot to mention, we have the issue of the Georgia voting law. And Colorado,
1: they're now moving the all-star game to Colorado. And right. guess what? Colorado's restrictions on voting in some instances are tougher than Georgia's new what? ones. All right. And so... in many instances, they're the same and Colorado has this same long history of voter suppression and slavery well, so Colorado that's not the issue, Mark. The issue is not voter suppression. The issue is a voting law that was enacted by the legislature and whether or not it is inconsistent with other voting laws around the country. Okay. If it is, no, it's, if it's be. consistent with them, it can hardly be called racist unless everybody's a racist. Gotcha. And if it's
2: racist, why are you moving from racist Georgia to racist Colorado? One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our open phone stand's gonna be the first caller of the day. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
3: Good morning, Mark. You said something about uh, if Keller comes back. Hopefully, he comes back with uh, some good solutions for taking care of the border, things the problem at the border. Uh, Mark.
2: Yes, I said we had that.
3: solutions. They were called. It do? was called the big beautiful wall and the stay in Mexico policy was a good start. It wasn't mm-hmm. the best. You know, it wasn't the final solution, but it was a good start. And what did Joey do? I mean, Joey Biden
2: do the first day in office. <laughs>
1: He uh, signed an executive
2: order to get rid of it. Was that the first day? Of uh, inauguration yes, that day. was. Okay. That was the first day. Okay. He announced he was going to do he it. He had the a first busy thing. first day. Well, give him that much. Well, I, I don't. I dis- I I agree with you, Stan. I think if you know the very first thing that President Biden should have done is said, "Okay, I think these policies are onerous and mean and uh, they're inhumane. We are going to adapt them as we go into the days and weeks ahead. But to rescind things, we see the result, and that is obviously a catastrophe. There's just just no other way to encapsulate it. Even though they're in the White House, they're still now they've upgraded it to, from a situation to a dilemma. I was glad to see that, but you know, honest to Pete, is so tone deaf, it's unbelievable. But anyway, you know, I I think if if Fred Keller has an ideal solution, Joe Biden should listen. If Joe has you know some idea that you know can bring this under control, he should do so. But Donald Trump had, if stands right, Donald right, Trump okay. had those ideas. Well, I'm pro wall. I told you that before, and not because well, of the in, wall to stay in Mexico. Policy, the stopping, right, catch, fine. and release; those were back. all reasonable things to do Put to curtail yeah. it. Yeah, we we can't. This is completely and totally unsustainable. It's dangerous. We have people literally from around the world uh, coming in, overwhelming the border patrol there. Even if you know they do encounter them, you know two get caught, but three get in. So, yeah, it's it's completely untenable. And uh, I'm really surprised that Joe Biden hasn't declared it more of an emergency. I understand that he's, you know, detects that this, uh, uh, what did he call it, this, this uh, dilemma, is, dilemma. Uh, has got to be dealt dilemma. with. But honestly, you know. W- Maybe it'll move up to being a pickle next week. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> a pickle. I pickle. No, it's already a pickle. It's, it's, it's situation, pickle, dilemma. Uh, and, right. then, and then what it really is is uh, just a catastrophe. So, I think disaster works. Well, and I think it is a disaster. You know, it, it, after Hurricane Agnes, we were watching some of the flood footage recently, the is coming up, and uh, they showed a gymnasium up in Wilkes-Barre with uh, people crammed in who had been evacuated from the lower part of Wilkes-Barre, mm-hmm. a- and they weren't packed in even wher- anywhere close to the people who are um, being held in the, in the kids who are being held with these foil blankets in these big holding areas, and they, they called that a national disaster then. But this is just a oh, its a little situation. Well,
1: when you look at the fact, and I think Stan mentioned it, or you did, that all these people are coming across the southern border. Not all of them are from the uh, triangle countries down there. Some of them are from Europe. So is that the new immigration policy? Get to Mexico and cross the border illegally, and you're in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's going to do wonders for Mexico's economy, all these people coming from other countries to sneak across our border in the southern, southern hemisphere.
2: Go ahead and wrap up, Stan.
3: Okay. (laughs) Yeah, all the above is true. You know, uh, uh, Trump, you know, you said that Trump's uh, policies were inhumane. Uh, I'm thinking when you pack kids into uh, little cages, you know, wrapped in tinfoil, like as Joe put it there, they're Biden's baked potatoes. That's pretty inhumane and, and disastrous for not only the people that they have wrapped up in the blankets, but the country in general.
1: Couldn't agree with you more. It's a bad policy, so, a very bad policy, so, and you would think they'd recognize it.
3: And, and and the other the other one final thing before I go, I <laughs> do believe that the Major League Baseball is a bunch of racists. They have moved the All Star Game from a majority majority minority city in Atlanta. They moved it to a majority white city in Denver. So with the same voting laws, basically the same voting laws that were passed in in uh, Georgia. So does that make Major League Baseball a bunch of racists?
1: Well, I don't know. Does Is
3: that, That's their reasoning. Well, I, I think
1: so. They're taking away from a majority black community a lot of economic development that those people counted on. Well,
2: we'll ask you the same thing I asked Joe. Does uh, Colorado have a history of racism and voter suppression? And if so, have they done something lately to irritate either the nation or the players or yeah, the Players Association or Major League Baseball? We'll, go ahead and answer that question.
4: Well, uh, history...
3: Well, you know, the, the the law that is they put in place has nothing to do with voter suppression or anything else. There's, no, there's there's no voter suppression in that law. If anything, it expanded the voting capabilities of the people that are there. And if and again, if people are saying that black people can't get voter, uh, you know, any type of idea, that is. You know the soft bigotry of low expectations—that they're saying that black people don't have the wherewithal or the ability to get the ID that they need to go do whatever they do in life, not just vote to live. It's a bunch of uh, cowpucks, you know.
2: I thought I were gonna I don't say don't say, you were going to say who? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, what, what's wrong with whoie?
3: Whoie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's whoie. You know, it's just—it's just—you know—it's ridiculous. And I don't know what they're trying to gain or what they're trying to prove, because when you know the their voter laws in a pile of other states are just about the same as the, what was just passed in Georgia, but yet they're not calling all those states a bunch of racist and, and voter suppressionists.
2: Do they have the voter ID law? I know that was kind of one of the outstanding things that irritated uh, people. In Colorado, the yes they, they do. do. Okay, Acceptable, yeah, that, for, that, acceptable
1: forms same. of ID include a valid Colorado driver's license, a passport, a military ID, a certified copy of a U.S. birth certificate for the elector, or, or a valid student ID with a picture among other options. Georgia Georgia residents will also have to show an ID just like Colorado. Georgia residents can receive a free ID card from the state, which can be obtained simply by getting the appropriate documentation. That's all they have to do. I I I
3: did did hear something uh, about 10 years ago when Purdue was the governor of Georgia. They passed the first voter ID law. And part of that law was that people didn't have an ID, Georgia was going to give it to them free of charge. So that was 10 years ago, and they were sued, and uh, whoever sued them lost it because they couldn't prove that Georgia wasn't going to give them the ID. And they couldn't prove that there was people that didn't have IDs with the law in place because they could get it for nothing. So this is all a bunch
2: of crap. Well, I think the goal is to send a message to kids that if somebody does something you don't like, you're supposed to <laughs> is, retaliate. Just out of curiosity. If somebody is, does a voter ID law or some other law that you don't like, you're supposed to retaliate. So the Major League Baseball <laughs> retaliates.
1: Just so yeah. we uh, understand your, where you're coming from, Stan, is Hui
2: better or worse than crap? <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> hmm.
3: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's much better. Who
2: is an upgrade from, <laughs> from that. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Stan. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's the other factor that's associated with this is that in Georgia, the individuals who uh, voted for this law change were doing so in retaliation for President Joe Biden's victory. And, of course, the two uh, Democrats who won in the U.S. Senate. So, therefore, the Republican legislature and the governor retaliated. And and that's wrong. You 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 shouldn't do legislative retaliation. But how does baseball respond? They retaliate and move the game out of town. What they did in Georgia was merely designed to tighten up the voting regulations. Oh, and it's just coincidence that it follows two big Democratic wins.
1: (laughs) Well, but but what's the difference? They had even Stacey Abrams contended that she was robbed of her election. President Trump contended the same thing, so isn't it unreasonable or is it unreasonable to assume that Georgia has an election problem if both a Democratic failed candidate and a Republican failed candidate say there's problems with Georgia's voting regulations? Isn't the legislature being responsible by tightening things up and making sure that it can't happen going forward? Stacey Abrams know. never conceded
2: her defeat. <laughs> I don't know. The question is too complex for me to answer.
1: Well, that's uh, you're
2: backing off now. But here's one thing. One well, I'm main... not backing off. I'm just telling you that you know, the, the, you this is about... what happens when you retaliate for a living. That's what people will do to you. That's what the Republican legislature did in Georgia, and that's what Major League Baseball did to them. Colorado doesn't retaliate against anybody. There's no uh, history of that. Oh, yes, that's there is. That's why they're Colorado...
1: Look at what happened to the Chinese who built the railroads in Colorado they even they were stripped of their civil rights and laws in colorado and another Western states. When was this? It was in the 1870s. Oh, <laughs> oh well, you're saying a history. Of, the Georgia has a history of race uh, slavery. Georgia, that was in the 1860s, Georgia has Mark. Georgia
2: racist history. Yesterday, okay, not in the eighteen sixties. Well, you you
1: brought up slavery. That's eighteen sixties, no, You brother. brought it up. You I did. You said they. Ha-
2: you said Georgia had a history of slavery. Racism. All right. One eight hundred. We'll invite folks to weigh in on this. <laughs> If you understand Joe's premise, you win. 1 800 795 9565. We got some emails coming in. We got another text and uh, got some emails related to Mahanoi Area School District. So we'll look at all of these opportunities when we come back. Alright, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. It goes without saying we got a fabulous producer on the other side of the glass, Mr. Rob Center, ready to answer your phone. Speedy dialers at this point, this point 1-800-795-9565 Dennis says a very, although Dennis you need to get a bigger font. Uh, there's people down in Sunbury, they can't read it from here. Upper right hand corner, Joe if I could distract you from here. Yes, your, Dan, uh, well I was
1: preparing for the next thing. Your funnel adjustment there. <laughs> right? Almost every action biden and the democrats have taken is retaliation for trump's actions signed dennis laskowski sunbury
2: yeah excellent point i think that this is the way of the world i'm almost certain that that is uh, true another listener uh, not concerned with mahanoi city or the southern border or uh... or the georgia law tom says amazing not
1: not a word on gates after running andrew cuomo through the ringer day after day let the excuses begin well, the difference is that um, there is an active investigation going on into both cases. Uh, Gates is charged with uh, sex trafficking. Oh,
2: uh, is that uh, what it would be? Because he took a teenager across the right. line. Right. Uh, supposedly oh, okay. had a 17-year-old
1: okay. girl involved in right, sex. Right. 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 He
2: has denied it, but so
1: has uh, so has Cuomo. Cuomo. yeah, I mean, well, yeah but uh, but Cuomo had nine accusers, and this
2: guy has one. So Congressman Sherwood about this said what? <laughs> Uh, or, or no, it was... Uh, it was Chris Carney. Con- yeah, Chris Carney Chris said, Carney what said, Congressman Famous, uh, The
1: day I knew Chris Carney won that election was when I moderated the debate between the two of them, and uh, Congressman Sherwood said he made a mistake, and... Do, and uh, Chris said, uh, five years is not a mistake. It's a lifestyle. Right. So Cuomo's got a <laughs> lifestyle of
2: issues. It appears as though... Well, Gates may well Gates have, too. Gates may have made a mistake, yes. Well, no, so I don't know. He, he, may,
1: he may be. Uh, he may be a reprehensible human being. I mean, he obviously is someone who supported Donald Trump completely. But just um, one accusation
2: of any... Well, one investigation right. that we know of going on okay. for child sex trafficking and other, right, other right, things. Right. Yeah, Cuomo's done everything wrong, plus the nursing. Homes plus the. Um I think
1: what's funny, what's Tom's point is MSNBC has been on Gates day after day after day, never a word about Cuomo. So, I mean, you know, if you want to complain about us, Tom, why don't you call up MSNBC and complain about them going exactly the opposite direction?
2: All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, you, If you can find out where to start, All right, Mark, Georgia had racist history
1: yesterday. Really? Please elaborate. Remembering the past racist history of Georgia was perpetuated by the Democrats. Slavery, KKK, and Jim Crow laws, if passing a law to require the same things to vote for. Every everyone no matter their race is racist then please tell us what law isn't racist hmm. there's your challenge i'm waiting for your response what law isn't racist if every th- if if the read the le- if passing a law to require the same things to vote for everyone no matter their race is racist then please tell us what law isn't racist
2: listen you and uh, Stan, you can cover up you can obfuscate uh, you can hide you can say that oh the it's just coincidence that we lost three major democratic seats or we lost three major republican seats the democrats and then we're going to come up with some onerous laws that significantly hurt primarily democrats you're forgetting Stacey it's, Abrams you're amazing it's how you just, leave her out of this it's just a coincidence
1: do you do remember she ran for governor of Georgia and claimed that <laughs> that she was chief and the election was stolen from her. Do you recall that, by any chance? Okay,
2: right. So what?
1: So that was three Democrats, or two Democrats won a statewide seat. She lost. Republicans lost two Senate seats and the presidency. And everybody in there was claiming that there were election problems.
2: And so the state does something about it, and you're saying, well, they're racist. (laughs) Well, I didn't say that. I'm just saying that this is part of the retaliation for losing the presidency, which they're not supposed to do in Georgia. What part it's of the all, law is retaliatory? Plainly. What part of it is Every specific? single part of it. All of but it. But,
1: it, Mark, it's so so equal to the places, other places in the country. I read you that Atlanta Constitution Journal summary it's yesterday of the It's meant to change the, the playing
2: field. Remember, they don't have to You're change. You're ignoring. The, I'm not ignoring. I, this is a discussion. Participate. I uh, am. Yeah. I'm participating. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is, remember, the goal, they only have to change 11,000 votes out of, I think we determined there were 12 million people in Georgia and half of them vote. So out of the 6 million or so, or maybe 5 million that voted, uh, they only have to change 11,000 votes. Well, which provision does that? Which provision is so onerous that
1: it actually disenfranchises 11,000 people? Uh, I, oh, I, it's the law of subtleties.
2: I don't think anyone really disenfranchises anyone. But I, I think the idea of the voter law and the changes that relate to... to uh, the
1: susceptible forms of ID, is that, is that the main sticking point?
2: Well, sure, we'll, we'll, right, we'll discuss that one. All right.
1: all, this is like Georgia's new set of election laws. Colorado requires voters pres- present identification for both in-person voting and absentee voting. All voters who vote at the polls must provide identification. No, this is Colorado's. All voters who vote at the polls must provide identification. If you're voting for the first time, you may also need to provide a photocopy of your identification when you return your mail ballot. Oh, gee, Colorado's
2: racist. Well, is there any reason to retaliate against uh, Colorado? No, the law's been in effect for a while. So, so you pass no a new one, that's racist, an old one's not racist. I it, it's you. retaliation, it is. You're listening to On the Mark on W D K O.K. Sunbury. Greetings, welcome on board, WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is a superlative co-host and far superior to me in intellect recollection, uh, coin knowledge, stamp collection, and... I do not collect stamps. Uh, okay, and uh, let's see what else... Oh, history. Wait till you read Jeff McCausland's new book. It is really just super... It really talks about how the leadership subtle differences made a huge difference. in. You uh, want
1: to read a good book about leadership?
2: Not really, I'm just telling you... <laughs> about this. So, all right, On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please tell me. I, that was rude. Go ahead. <laughs> leadership in troubling times. Mm. Doris Kearns Goodwin. Oh, her she own.
1: compares uh, some of our great presidents and the leadership crises they uh, they went through in their administrations.
2: By occupation, she is a historian? Yes. Okay. You've
1: never heard of Doris Kearns yes, yes, Goodwin? Yes, yes, yes.
2: I wasn't sure if she was an educator or, or not, not to sound diminishing, but just a historian or, but her main thing. She's not
1: just an historian. She's an outstanding writer who happens okay. to write about history. Right. Heard of her many times. She's been on many a
2: show. I'm sure she has. <laughs> Not on ours, though, we, but we haven't invited her. So mm-hmm. that's true. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. Uh, you can call us. The toll free line is open right now. 1 800 795 9565. Yesterday, we talked about Mahanoy City, and we do have some uh, emails and texts related to that, so we'll read those ASAP. Uh, today, we're talking about the U.S. Mexico border and the jo- onerous Georgia law that clearly is a retaliation oh, come on. for the Democratic <laughs> losses and the Republican win that happened there in recent uh, years. Are you happy now? On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark@wkok.com at and text us at 70236, as two individuals have done this morning. So we appreciate that. Some very brief news headlines here. Volunteer firefighters from as far away as Crotzerville summoned to a brush fire in Northumberland County, Monday afternoon, on the side of a hill along Upper Road in East Cameron Township, Northumberland County, 911 did the dispatching. CSR 911 from Snyder County reports. Crotzerville Volunteer Fire Company's rehab unit was in service for about five hours, providing uh, respite and uh, safety uh, efforts for the numerous crews from Northumberland County and the State Forestry teams were there. The firefight continued until about midnight. One of the valley's U.S. congressmen will be or has headed. to... the U.S.-Mexico border to see firsthand the immigration crisis there. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller of the 12th District says he and other members of the House Republican Oversight Committee were headed to the southern border with Mexico and El Paso touring the Border Patrol Station, the El Paso Processing Center, the Port of Entry there, the Border Wall, and a night tour with Border Patrol. Over the last several weeks, thousands of uh, migrants, especially migrant children, have flooded the U.S. southern border. President Biden's administration policies. Changes have led to many new concerns along the U.S.-Mexico border. A local state house member on the mend. As we mentioned, state house member Linda Schlegel-Culver recovering at home after a successful kidney transplant. In a statement from her office Monday, they say it took a lengthy search for the perfect match, but Culver didn't. then traveled to Johns Hopkins for the surgery from a living donor, who they say that donor, Anonymous, is uh, doing well. Culver said she'll be forever grateful to that donor. and She's working remotely while she awaits medical clearance to return to her office. The State House passed a bill that would allow Pennsylvania to observe daylight saving time year-round if Congress authorizes states to do so. Our correspondent, Mark Sims, reports that some lawmakers might want to watch what they wish for. Representative
3: Ryan McKenzie says changing time twice a year is an outdated practice.
0: Studies have shown that the elimination of switching times and permanent daylight savings time would reduce car crashes, reduce risks for cardiac issues and stroke, reduce seasonal depression, and has many other benefits.
3: But Representative Kevin Boyle opposed the bill.
0: This bill, to put in
2: perspective, would change Sunrise in Philadelphia to 819 on December 20th for Pittsburgh It would be 839. I don't think that this is properly appreciated by the the members of this body.
3: The bill now goes to the Senate. Mark Sims, News Radio, 1070,
6: WKOK.
2: In Harrisburg Monday, a number of Republican state House members, all women, introduced a bill that would change the rules for transgender student athletes across Pennsylvania, and there's already a lot of controversy about the bill. It's called the Fairness in Women's Sports Act and would essentially ban transgender youth from playing school sports according to their gender identity. So children raised at boys would have to play on boys' teams. Those behind the bill say it's not necessary response to an executive order from President Biden, but opponents say it's something much worse. Representative Barb Gleim of Cumberland County says, quote, we think this order violates Title IX and reverses nearly 50 years of advances for women. Supporters of the bill say transgender children who were raised as boys have a physical advantage. According to the Pennsylvania Youth Congress, the bill would send a devastating message to trans children. Quote, we know that participating in sports helps develop communication skills teamwork confidence problem solving as well as building memories and friendships and it's unacceptable for trans kids in particular to be turned away from the opportunities we want for everyone else all of this of course perhaps for naught despite uh, the uh, discussion governor wolf says guess what he'll veto it. yes <laughs> why not have a transgender league then
1: Boys can compete against boys, girls against go- girls, and transgenders against transgenders.
2: We'll call it separate but equal. Uh, well, no, that boys and girls are that way, aren't they? <laughs> no, boys and girls are not equal. That's the whole purpose of the legislation is to point that out. But, I mean,
1: do you do you support girls or transgender boys per, uh, participating in girls'
2: sports? I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. I know that there have been... Uh, one or two cases where transgender uh, girls competed with uh, cisgender girls as they call it so uh... you know it hasn't devastated sports so we'll just have to see how how this plays out i think there's you know we're going to have to have a massive discussion about this about you know the role of of uh you know being raised as a boy does that change you in a lasting manner athletically if you become a transgender girl But you
1: don't hear of too many and i haven't heard of any uh girls who become transgendered boys competing in boy sports you don't hear that a lot do you Taking away medals
2: from of, boys in Pennsylvania, haven't heard of anything of anything all this. There is, the, of course, the famous Connecticut case where girls who were cisgender girls sued, saying that if this boy, and they're the, using their words, competes with them, he'll win. Now that didn't happen, it, but um, they well, say it could. They're always say it saying, could win. follow the science, follow the science. What will the science tell you about these people? Well, I would think the science would tell you that a transgender girl doesn't bring an advantage to it. I, I no, think no. It I defines... mean, what would they, what would it tell you about their sex? What do you mean? What would science tell you about the sex
1: of a transgender a girl who a boy who becomes a girl transgendered? What would science tell you about them? Tell you that they're physically, or they were born male, right? Oh, they were born male. Oh, I you their you're, DNA I got it. I got would it. I got be male. It. I, got it. I got it. Right, they so. were
2: born male. Yeah, no argument there. Yeah, I don't think that's being disputed. At what they were born as. So yeah, we'll. we'll but we'll you're accept. always saying follow the science. We should adhere to the science. Actually, I don't say that. You do. Bow to me. No, but anyway, you said that. Only. So, I, all right. Well, let's go on here. All right. One in And my we digress. And believe it or not, my new hero is Asa Hutchinson, who uh, vetoed a bill yesterday that would have restricted health procedures for transgender minors. Uh, He says, oh, it's just a tremendous, ridiculous amount of government overreach for the legislature to reach into families' homes and determine how they should treat their teens. So good for him. It's hard to believe. And uh, he's a Republican. Yeah, you know, right. must be beside yourself. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm shocked and appalled. <laughs> well, he's, like, he's you know, sort of like the Pat Toomey and Rick Santorum's of the world. They slowly evolve into humans over time, and, and now they're doing great. All right. Than has been very, 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 very patient. Than, thank you so much for waiting. You're on the mark.
7: Good morning. Uh, you know, the transgender thing, I hear in the voice of many conservatives a Uh, They kind of despise the whole idea that somebody is transgender. I'm not going to blame that on Joe, but many uh, people feel it's very uncomfortable and very much against the rules to to be a female born in a man's body or vice versa. And I think we have to deal with that with good civil rights. How you deal with the fact of sports, I don't know that's a part of life that we have to work out and yes oftentimes I'm sure uh, transgender women men who have turned into women at this point not turned into but have uh, reordered themselves uh, probably are stronger longer muscles and all that kind of stuff and that may take some problems however Earlier on today, you were talking about the girl in the school who used some uh, uncomfortable language about her fellow students and so forth.
1: Oh, and I, the administration, I, too. Oh,
7: yeah. Well, how terrible is that? Oh, it's called I the... know, uh, What are you going to do, Joe, when somebody calls you a. Uh, uh, you know what? I hate using these pretend words like effing and stuff, because we all know what I mean, and words aren't going to hurt us. Thoughts do. Uh, but anyway, if somebody called you a really bad mayor in Shemokin Dam, would you sue them? Would you sue them? Or I mean, even if they used all kinds of
1: well, that's Thank not qu- that's not quite the same thing, Than. I mean, uh, here's here you have a case where a girl has wanted to represent her school. She has asked for the privilege to represent her school as a cheerleader. Somebody who goes to the football games, goes to the sporting events, and yells, "My school is great. I love my school. My school should win." Suddenly, she doesn't get what she wants, and she's effing the school, and effing the administrators, <laughs> and effing the fellow cheerleaders. He's saying you know that. Was, huh? did you know it
7: was uh, suddenly. You said suddenly she changed. Do you know that?
1: Well, yeah, she changed when she was told she didn't get what she wanted, then. That's the whole point of the suit.
7: Okay. Now, why, over a bunch of words, is what you're telling me, she got kicked off whatever it was, No,
1: you it. you're missing the. I, I hate to say this because people say I'm being condescending, but you no, are missing right, the point.
7: You're right. You're here's, right. I here, jumped to the wrong place there. Because I, I mean, she
1: really, she really asked to represent the school. She wanted to be out there representing the school and talking about how good it is and cheering for it. And suddenly, when she doesn't get what she wants, the school is an effing this and effing that, or fellow students are effing this and I effing that. About the effing, okay? Okay. Well, now, that's what, that's what the lawsuit's the, about. <laughs> Here's here's
7: the other thing that bothers me. You are putting such a big, and you have to at a radio station. I worked there once. Uh, You have to put the rules in front of what you really want to say. (laughs) Therefore, you can't say the seven dirty words. Most ridiculous rule in radio and television I ever heard, because (laughs) real people talking to real people on the street talk like that.
1: True. No argument. But we live by the rules, then. And that's well, we what this girl do. failed to do. She knew the rules. She knew that she was required to be an ambassador for the school district at all times when she was a cheerleader. That's apparently part of their code. And she chose to ignore that because she was upset. Now, I'm not saying that she should be punished forever, but I, and I'm not saying that they should have taken this to the Supreme Court. It seems like there could have been some kind of solution long before it got to that point. But it there isn't. So think this think is where we are.
7: Uh, don't you think he'll be giggled out of court? Don't you think the nine. No, they nine- won't
1: because the Supreme Court agreed to accept it. They, if they yeah, they in. wanted to giggle it, they wouldn't have accepted it. Yeah, it's in. I
7: mean, that, That's true. I, that, that is a good point. Although I can't imagine that over a word that people don't like for no reason other than that that's what we've been taught not to like can get somebody in such a jam.
1: But that's not I, that's not the issue. The issue, I mean, even though you and I may disagree on that, the issue is whether or not the school district has the right to discipline someone
2: for this kind of an offense. For something done on their own time that's with their right. private social media. That's right. I mean,
7: yeah, yeah they, uh, they can't come into your house and change your life because they don't like what you're doing outside the school. They just can't do that. If they think they okay. can, oh, maybe it does take a Supreme Court decision. It right, may we,
1: well, you know, so it'll be interesting to you. see which side the Supreme Court comes down on. I wouldn't
2: want to venture a guess. Thank you so much, Stan. Really appreciate it. Thanks, the Stan. The last care.
7: thing, I wish you'd stop aggrandizing words we can't say by using
2: other words. Okay, okay we'll just use the words we can't well, say. Well, we were then. told earlier <laughs> that we can't use,
1: a, what was it, gall darn or gosh dang or something like that, that that's the same thing. All right.
7: I try never to use those words. I try to use the real words that exist.
1: Okay. okay, thank you. <laughs> All right. well, uh,
2: that's fine at home. Well, that'll get you in trouble in some places. Right, then. don't go to Mahanoy <laughs> Area School District. They'll laugh you out of town for using those words. All right, thank take you. Take care, buddy. Thank you, Than. Thank you, thank you. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Uh, read this email that's right in the front,
1: and then we'll take All a right. break. The email, according to the Pittsburgh Business Times annual academic ranking of Pennsylvania public schools, Mahanoy Area School District has ranked near the bottom for the past three years at least. Out of 500 districts that were ranked, Mahanoy Area School District ranked 463rd in 2020 455th in 2019 and 448th in 2018 it I seems love the to trend. me <laughs> yes it's <laughs> not very good it seems to me their energies and resources would be much better spent focusing on raising student academic achievement well that would seem to be
2: their job wouldn't it <laughs> mm-hmm. well they have to do something oh one of our listeners answered our questions about so what snapchat you can't is.
1: share on snapchat if you post to everyone it's up for 24 hours if you send it to someone; it disappears as soon as they open it. Okay, and what about? Uh, yeah, I can you know do that. a screenshot of it though? If you if you capture it immediately, I guess you can because
2: that's how a lot of things get uncovered. Well, but the phones restrict screenshots. Like if you go on something that's protected art, you're not allowed to screenshot it. So, okay, and here's another one related to that topic. Mahanoy City will probably get sued for violating the girl's civil
1: rights. If she doesn't go to school, it's illegal. And now as she criticizes the school, she gets
2: sued. The school district has more power than the president. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Got one caller waiting, another one coming in. Uh, now two are waiting. Uh, but if you'd like to join them in queue, call 1-800-795-9565. Welcome back to okay, the Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, Joe, I'll let you read anything you want to on this okay. page. Mark, have you read the Georgia voter oh, law sure, yet? go to that
1: one. <laughs> Gee, it's so onerous to require ID to vote by absentee ballot using a government ID number in place of a signature. And that eliminates the question of signature matching by non-experts. Isn't that what we want? One qualified voter for each vote?
2: No more, no less. Right. Well, you just have to remember that the key is to eliminate a few Democratic votes. And that's what it's the By requiring them to identify themselves well, so that were... they
1: can't vote illegally. Boy, that's going to disqualify well, quite see, a few now, Democrats, you, isn't it?
2: <laughs> you and um, um, uh, Stan think 100% of individuals will be able to easily get an ID. And it, it may be be true that 99 percent send in your utility bill mark right. it's not an I, id I, I, you send nope, in your utility I, bill i got gotcha. you but uh, <laughs> the goal is to eliminate a few democratic but you can't voters. explain to
1: us how that not happens. to
2: wipe them out so who
1: doesn't have either a photo id
2: a driver's license a social security card or utility bill you know, oh and my gosh! I would think a lot of individuals, maybe individuals older who ne- maybe never needed those sorts of things. So you get a credit card I bill, you can send anybody, that in. Anybody individuals who may have uh, had a history of either mental health concerns or retardation may not have needed ID. Did they vote? I think you, oh yeah absolutely you get an opportunity well if you use signatures they can vote but they may not have an ID there may be people who for whatever reason have no paperwork that leads up to having the kind of pieces of paper that you want. So you know, how do they do other things in life? How do records? they open bank accounts? Mm-hmm. How do they
1: go to the you know fly on an airplane? How do they go anywhere? I would suspect that there are probably
2: several people in Georgia who don't do those things that would. But fit. you want them to vote. They don't have they don't do anything well, else they but they're going court, to vote. Right. They may be citizens and they may be informed. They may not be informed or voting the way you want them to. Well, Remember, I don't think they are be terribly informed if they have no driver's license, know, no no identification of any kind. We don't have to get too far into the weeds in here to know that you will find individuals that just won't be able to produce an ID. And the goal is to eliminate Democrats. That's the real and these goal. these are Democrats who have no IDs. You know for a fact
1: that there are many Democrats two-thirds voting around. Democrat,
2: yes, two-thirds of Democrats, yes. Two-thirds of Democrats can't identify themselves. Of those individuals wow, who can't produce an ID. There's a scary thought.
1: Remember, two-thirds Thirds of Democrats Actually, can't identify
2: themselves. You wouldn't have to change 11,000 votes. You only need to change half of them to go the other way, and then that balances the other half out. All right, Dan, thank you for patience. You are on the mark.
4: Hey, good morning. You know, you gentlemen are talking about the topic I was calling about. They call that racism because we want ID Hey, every time I go to vote down here, downtown, I have to sign. And they know me, everybody knows me, but they still check my signature with my past signatures. And they're fairly close. But uh, they call everything racism, everything today's racism. You know, and you know, this isn't no accident. What they want to do is get people so hateful towards each other, mostly left-wing Democrats against against Trump voters, mostly, uh, and get us so divided.
2: And the right-wing ideologues in the legislature are the same way.
4: Uh, not really, but you can say <laughs> oh, nice. that if you want to. Just Democrats, because they. We're not. I don't know any right wing person. I'm sure there are some. Granted, that are racist. I don't know any that I know of that are racist. And but they want to get that in the culture to divide us so bad that they can use the government to. It, in, in legislate legislation, enacting legislation to control us better than ever. So we have to submit to government control. And what do you think they keep playing every night on the on the liberal news networks? There's hardly a night goes by that they don't mention what they call the insurgent into the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. Every night, you're going to see a little bit of that. They're trying to say, Trump people, which they accuse us all of being ingrained with that break-in, they're saying, Trump people are nuts. You can't trust them. They're white white supremacists. Therefore they have to be controlled. They can't control themselves. And that's the narrative. We were trying to be taught by the left-wing news, by left-wing Democrats, that we cannot be trusted. We need to be controlled because we're racist. And we need to be under control of the government. We can't make decisions for ourselves. We can't handle freedom. I don't know. And that's what you're seeing being done.
2: Dan, it sounds like you're accentuating division, trying to divide the nation among the two nope, sides you're describing.
4: that's being done to us. If oh, it's being done to you, see okay. It, if you can't see, that's what's being done. You need a little... You need a drop back a few yards and look over the ball field a little bit better. I would suggest there's you do the loads same. loads of people out here hey, go along 100% with what I'm saying. I just have enough nerve to come on the radio and say that. Mm-hmm. And you, there's, I, hey, there's loads of people out here. I talk to them almost every day. I walk a lot around town, out of town, and I stop and talk politics and what religion with and whatever and and every every Trump voter will agree with me a hundred percent that this is intentional division. This intentional division to get heavy government control over us. And if you watch carefully, you can see it happening.
2: I think if you wish to see somebody who's fomenting division, I would go to the nearest mirror and, and reflect on the things that you've said about the other side. Remember, you're accentuating this massive division that's between us when uh, you point to the other side and say it's their fault.
4: You tell me how I'm doing that. He I'd just love did. to hear your why you believe oh, okay. that sure, I'm I'll say it doing again. that. Just I'm just did, pointing Dan. out
2: <laughs> what's you've...
4: happening. I'm only showing. I ain't, I'm not divided against anybody.
2: I think if you point to the left-wing news or the left-wing people and say it's their fault, you're accentuating the division between us. We'll give you the last word. We've got to get the next it's, caller on the air. Go right ahead. Not,
4: it's part—a It's they, a lot of the left-wing, if you consider yourself left-wing, you don't even know what's happening.
1: Oh, many I didn't of say I was are down. just UIs. that's not divisive they're that's certainly a unifying statement with
4: it because they're <laughs> oh u- u- uh, useless followers of the premises but I, a lot of people wised up since the Trump years when we had a non uh, establishment person in there I, a lot of people grew a, a great intelligence to see what's going on and America. So, if you can't see it, All right, we got go. I can't make you see it, Mark. But you have to.
2: Uh, you and I are going to you know, do some eye opening.
4: yards and look.
2: Okay. All right. You and I have to do some. Let me ask you this question.
4: You opening. say
1: about these Democrats can't get this identification. Now, you tell me which of these is racist. Uh, you can you have to identify yourself with a driver's license, uh, an ID card issued by the Department of Transportation, an ID issued by any state agency, an issue of, an issue by the federal government, uh, a U.S. passport, U.S. Armed Forces ID, student ID, employee ID, confirmation issued by the county voter registration office, non-photo ID issued by the state, non-photo ID issued by the U.S. government, firearm permit, current utility bill, current bank statement, current paycheck, government check. Which one of those is a Democrat not likely to have? Okay. And is that racist? Are all these
2: racist and designed to eliminate voters? Skip the racism element. If you if you don't buy it, then just simply go. The goal is to eliminate a few Democrats. And that's what this <coughs> will do. That's what those requirements will do. Hey, Mark, they let me can. tell you. Let me tell you. Those <laughs> are what
1: is required when you go to register to vote for the first time in the state of Pennsylvania. All right. The Did you hear me? Yes. Is uh, that racist here? Is this uh, enfranchising Democrats
2: here? I don't know. You'd have to go back to the heart of the individuals who promulgated <laughs> those rules, oh, I, w- I would think. Oh, come on, Mark. Admit what about this you're... in Georgia? Now, let's switch back to the issue at hand. Does, it, in any way, could a Democrat be hurt by the Republican-controlled legislature now has more control over the state election board? Do you think that could in any way be uh, extracted to help or to hurt Democrats? The state's evenly divided. It has two Democratic senators, a
1: Republican governor. I mean, it's got people of both parties. It's got people It's 32 well, percent to the black.
2: You brought here yesterday. The Republican-controlled legislature now has more control over the state election board. Your article also says the GOP-led legislature is empowered now to suspend county election officials. They say runoff elections will have to happen faster now. Voters will now have less time to request absentee ballots. Again, most why even have runoff elections? Why not just whoever gets well, the most votes wins? That, you have to go to their constitution for that. How about <laughs> this? Would could this potentially hurt Democrats disproportionately? Remember. Democrats use absentee ballots uh, by a two-to-one margin. Voters will now have less time to request absentee ballots. Could that hurt Democrats? There are strict new ID laws. Of course, that's where, you know, you're hung up on that. It's now illegal for election officials to mail out absentee ballots to everybody because of the large number of Democrats who return them. Drop boxes still exist, but barely. Mobile voting centers no, Not barely. They, there's one in each county. Right, but there used to be more. <laughs> Early voting is expanded in a lot of small counties, but probably not in more populous ones oh course, probably not but the that they thing. are
1: expanded in any
2: county that All right, wants so to right ex- so do you think it. do you think any one of those would you buy in that this is retaliation for democratic wins or are these are just sound policy to run a good election
1: they're 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 the state's decision about how they are going okay. to run
2: elections. Gotcha. and that's All not right.
1: necessarily hurting anybody.
2: So you have your fox funnels twisted oh, around on. in front of your eyes. Who who among All them right. is so terribly afflicted by this that they can't comply? All right, one eight hundred one Joe asks a question, folks answer it. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I want to tell you what I got to do last week, and I'm going to be doing again as soon as my order comes in. Oh, please tell us. <laughs> Driving a Ford F-150. Now, I drove an XLT version, but I ordered the Lariat. That's going to be the next one we're going to have coming in. Uh, it's got a tow package, integrated trailer brake controller. So if you got that electronic trailer brake, uh, your uh, backing up days are uh, trouble days are over. It's got a hill holder, and actually you can set it to hold you on any uh, level or hill or anything else. Uh, it's got the trailer package that allows you to just set it, take your hands off the wheel, and it helps you back that thing up. And uh, it's just a super truck. It has a 400-watt outlet, an AC outlet in the back of the bed, and a 400-watt outlet in the front of the cab. So you can run your little laptop up there and blow your hair. Well, I guess that would be too many watts, but you can use uh, smaller appliances in the front of the truck. Uh, and uh, it's got Uh, connected, built-in navigation. You think, well, what does that mean? Well, that means that it's going to be integrated. It's going to work either with your phone or with the Ford navigation to make sure that uh, you know exactly where you're going. It's got the Ford Co-Pilot 360 Assist. That's the adaptive cruise control that everybody has to have these days. And, of course, everything's got automatic emergency braking. It's got lots of different driving modes, and it gets the same mileage as my Ranger. Okay? 19 in the city, 24 on the highway. Same mileage thanks to quite a few improvements on the EcoBoost start-stop motor and the uh, auto start-stop technology. So it's just a super, super, super truck. I've ordered that one, so we'll see what happens. Are you okay, Joe? I'm just amazed that they allow you to go over <laughs> to there. To do this. <laughs> All right. Tom, thank you for waiting. You are- oh, sunburymotors.com. I guess I ought to tell you where I got this truck. Sunburymotors.com. Yeah, that go would ahead. help since they're paying the bills. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Go right ahead.
3: Guys, uh, I guarantee you that if the... Uh, Voter registration and or ID were tied to the stimulus check, there would be trailer loads of water for people because the lines would be so long to do so. And it would be over in a month. Everybody would be signed up. You think? <laughs> yeah. Ninety yeah. percent of the people, as soon as they know they were going to get their stimulus check or not. They would have done so very
1: easily. So if you had to have a voter ID, you had to have an ID of some sort, the same type of ID approved by the state of Pennsylvania. If you had that, you'd have to have that to have your uh, your check. Actually, maybe that's racist because you know you do have to have a bank account to get direct deposit, so that's racist. Same black skin. I I didn't didn't think of
8: that. I'm sorry.
1: Well, you're saying that they can't get an ID.
8: No I know there's no there's no way of
3: getting things without an ID but uh, except drugs probably but uh uh it just there's simple ways of getting people to sign up and most of them already do have ID I just don't believe it and uh, again the integrity of our election should be number one uh and, and the democrats make it uh, a racist thing it's just not
1: yeah, not everything is racist. I agree with you completely on that, and and I I don't think if they're if they're actually doing things that disenfranchise people, you know, then that's one thing. But here, it's not like the old poll tax that they used to have down south that the Democrats loved, or a literacy test that you had to be able to tell them all sorts of things in order to vote. That was that was voter suppression. That was racist. But you know, here just having. To have identification, have to prove that you are who you say you are when you vote. I don't see how that's racist because I'd have to prove it. A black man would have to
2: prove it. A Chinese person would have to prove it. Anybody would have to prove One it. One of our listeners agrees with in this text. Go ahead, read that. Says Mark, him. the Georgia law applies to everyone. In capital letters. Go ahead, Tom. We'll give you the last word.
3: Well, again, I believe all, well, most of this started during the, the, the Clinton years uh, with Hillary's loss, and uh, it, it just before that. Uh, it it wasn't as relevant. There wasn't that need, and there wasn't that uh, excuse. Uh, So I just hope we finally get some common sense back, and the the states keep control of their elections.
2: All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate the call. Bob, you are next up. Uh, Go right ahead.
6: Yeah, good morning. I just want to say, you know, uh, Georgia with changing these rules with uh, the voting changes, the big lie, actually the big lie was there was no voter fraud. And they're losing $100 million because of this. <laughs> Good for them.
2: Because of what? The Major
6: League Baseball. Oh, the All-Star Game. Okay. State, they're losing $100 million. Is that what it is? Holy smokes.
2: Now, isn't it racist it's to take that money
1: away from a black, a majority black city? Isn't that racist? B-
6: blame the governor.
1: Why? Why not blame Major League Baseball? They're the ones taking it away. The governor isn't. The he just signed a bill uh, signed made by the legislature. Changes, didn't he? No, the legislature did, and the governor signed the bill. Okay, well then he's responsible. Oh, okay. So
6: and and how about the big steal? You know, Trump was saying about the big steal. But how about you made a donation to his fundraising, and you got stuck in that loop where you thought you were making a one-time donation, but you were making a one-week donation. You were stuck in it if you didn't look at the fine print you were every week, if you made a $500 donation, every week $500 came out of your account, (laughs) and it put people into financial trouble.
2: Where is this? I have never heard this story. What's your source for this? This is in the Washington Post, but isn't it every month? I didn't know it was every week.
6: It every
2: week. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you the Washington loo- Post is stuck, stuck in it. Yeah, a lot of people who signed up to help uh, President Trump's stop the steal fight. And what it
6: was was he was paying back the money that he got illegally. Well, I spent illegally, but the money he got uh, that people didn't intend for him to have. That's how he paid that money back.
2: Okay. All right, we got you, Bob. Thank you so much for calling in. Really, really appreciate it.
6: Okay. Yeah, and as far as Fred Keller, instead of going to the border, why don't he try and help the people here in our country? You know, <laughs> well, then if he why doesn't help somebody go to Texas or Georgia. Then why doesn't the know? vice
1: president go down to the border? She's the one that was given the job, and she's nowhere near there, hasn't gone anywhere near it.
6: You don't have to go there to try and fix the problem. What do you got to <laughs> do, go down there and
1: help Oh, yeah, heaven forbid you'd actually talk to the people on the ground. Actually, talk to the people who are there dealing with it so you can find out exactly what the problem is. That would be a terrible
2: idea. Nobody in their right mind would do that. All right, thank you. Well, what they have
6: to do is find a solution as to, you know, make it better.
2: All so, right. Thank you so much, Bob. Have a good day. Bob. Yeah, yeah. You, you too, buddy. I so rarely get an email that has this subject line. You'll have to read it. Mark okay. is right. Yes. <laughs> the GA election law will
1: probably affect the votes of a small number of Democrats. The laws are designed to better safeguard against
2: cheating and fraud. Well, that may be true, but the goal is the overriding <laughs> right. goal. Right, and that would to...
1: imply you're missing the implication here that the the <laughs> Democrats are the ones who are cheating and being fraudulent, and
2: this would stop them. I get it. one 800 Five, nine five six five so that you agree okay. with it yeah so the mark is right part didn't work out in my not, favor not quite okay. alright standby callers we will be right back
5: when it comes to car buying there we... there's the other guys way and then there's the SMC way the other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want the summary motors way lets you take the time you need to browse ask questions and take the test drive and think on it for over 100 years the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have the other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your is worth.
2: All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, we should, uh, all of our callers should have the right amount of time. Mike, go ahead, right ahead. You're on the mark.
9: Yeah, when it comes to the border, it's being called a crisis, okay? But I don't believe now, <clears throat> this is my opinion. And again, it's my opinion, it's what I think, and I, I love to be called a conspiracy theorists when when, when I state my opinion, so I'm expecting that. At least some of your audience will be thinking it. But here's my opinion. This is going exactly how the Democrat party leaders want it. They want a huge invasion of people coming into this country from the South with the idea that in the future, them and their offspring will either vote Democrat now or in the future when they have the opportunity. And the reason I say that I believe, and I mentioned it on your show before, that throughout Latin America, CNN broadcasts in Spanish, and it's been reported by a former army ranger who's uh, traveled with uh, some of these caravans, that CNN actually speaks in Spanish and tells people where the good places to cross the border are illegally, uh, what cities and states are receptive uh, as sanctuary cities. And I believe the Democrats are using this uh, they seem to be changing their strategy. They seem to want to relocate the uh, people from Latin America and, and actually the rest of the world, you know, that are coming over our border, to areas of the country that right now are controlled by, like in the House of Representatives, are controlled by Republicans. So they want to set up enclaves of future Democrat voters. And part of this big infrastructure bill is going to be used to uh, include facilities in these uh, red congressional districts in the central part of the country, the northern part of the country, to build uh, future Democrat-controlled votes. And, And that's my opinion, because I don't think we could have... An invasion where there's two million people to be coming across our border illegally, in most cases. Now they'll they'll say that uh, well we're apprehending them, we're checking them out. But children now, Biden says it's okay if a children comes across there that they can bring their parents. You know, it's like reverse anchor babies in a way. And I and I'll tell you what, I, I, it, to my, in my mind it can't be happening by accident because it's happening so fast. And 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 every time something comes up in the media that they want to blast like this. uh, Georgia election law, which in my mind, uh, is really not that much to do about suppressing the vote, but it's more about uh, increasing integrity. But we've been banging the drum for days on that, while the people just keep coming across the border. And as soon as this is over, there's going to be another shooting, and we'll be talking about that for days, and the people that keep coming across the border. So I think this is happening as part of the big picture, the big plan that the Democrats have. So there you have it. That's what I think.
1: Well, someone said, and I think they probably have a point, that if the people coming across the border. Order, we're likely to be Republican voters, we'd have a wall in a week.
9: Exactly. And I, and I made that comment before. If there was a That's land funny. bridge from Europe and uh, white Uh, wasp were uh, walking across, you think uh, the Democrats would say, hey, come on, baby, as many as you can file across that land bridge, we'll take you all and we'll house you. The the money, that's the other thing, Joe, who's talking about how much money? There's one uh, place in California, it's a rural community with 3,000 people, and they've relocated 500 people there that have crossed the border. Now, so 3,000 people in a rural area are supposed to support 500 people that need food they need education they need uh, clothing they need medical care that adds up where's that money coming from
1: well and how are these people being fed and clothed and um, they all have seem to have cell phones where's all this money coming from if they're so impoverished and yearning to get free from the oppression in their home country it seems to me that you wouldn't have a cell phone you wouldn't have good clothing it just seems a little odd to me. It looks like somebody's feeding them.
2: Who's yeah, they, doing they this? They look like tourists at Acapulco, right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay, Joe.
9: Well, it, it's <laughs> been said that in uh, one facility in Arizona has people from forty-nine different countries. Okay, there's not that many countries in Latin America and South America, so they're yeah, they they're coming from, from everywhere
2: in the world. Right. You need Europe and Africa to kick in. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. In. Take care. Uh, Take care, Mike. Uh, Joe, you have a choice. Uh, uh, this one starts here. Okay. Mark,
1: the soft bigotry of low expectations runs strong in you. To think that minorities don't have the knowledge or ability to get what they need to get the uh, required items to vote is terrible bigotry. The law applies to all voters in Georgia, and if it doesn't, that's a problem. But having read the law, there are zero carve-outs for people to bypass the law to vote. All right. So it means you've got to have follow the law. Everybody does. All right down there. Uh, Which one? Right. I'll move it up. Okay. Oh, that one. All right. I get so upset with the argument of not wanting to have a voter ID. Huh? I'm a registered voter of Snyder County and always pull out my voter ID when I go to the polls. I do that because it's the right thing to do, even though the people at the polls know me. If this continues and gets an overall agreement to not need a voter ID before long, they will question the need for a driver's license, a deed to a home, a card to show you have medical insurance, or any other other means of identification we need to fight this and put these liberals back under the rock where they belong the liberals just want to create havoc Ooh. while feeding the teaching uh, while feeding the teachings of the left i see i told you cancel
2: culture is exclusively conservative put these liberals back under the rock where they belong cancel them i told you it's conservatives are far worse at canceling things than democrats all right al you are going to finish our show you got two minutes
8: okay thank you how low do you want the bar to be to get to vote in the united states just to say you're a citizen i'm a citizen i want to vote is that how low you want the bar well no? that's
1: apparently not not me i'm the one i'm not arguing for that that's mark's <laughs> argument
8: <laughs> well no you could say no joke joe you say no and then when i ask mark mark says yes
1: right Okay.
8: You got something in the metal there, fellas.
2: There is. It's the, the Georgia law. The onerous Georgia law. How about that? Are you happy out?
8: No, not yet. <laughs>
2: because you got, you
8: got to you got to come up with something that will work.
1: Well, the Constitution gives the states the right to conduct elections. And so it's the states who have the ability to determine how they will conduct elections in their own jurisdiction. The state of Georgia has done that
8: Huh? That's federalism.
1: Not really. That's the state's rights.
8: The state's rights is set up in a federalist way. huh? <laughs> that the state gets to say how you vote in that state. Right. So okay. they elected people in that state. And those people in that state just passed the wall and said, this is how you're going to vote in this state.
1: Right.
2: Well, it's predominantly, Demer, or pr- predominantly well, Republicans. It isn't
8: with uh, conservatives. It's with their own government. It's with their own uh, House and Senate and governor that signed it.
1: Your argument falls flat when they just elected two Democratic senators, despite all this
2: terrible stuff that's happened down there. My argument, not yours, Al. <laughs> <laughs> right, yours. Thank you, Al. And that was never two minutes. Call back first thing tomorrow and have we'll your list, list ready. will get another time. Yeah, appreciate that. All right, we got lots of texts we didn't get to. we got one email. And, we'll get to them. Uh, we'll have open phones tomorrow. We're going to hear from Governor DeSantis tomorrow, too. He's nailing CBS big time. This is WDK, okay Sunbury.